Oh, am I doing the intro? Yes. <laughs> Can that be the intro? <laughs> oh. oh, welcome <laughs> to another wonderfully scheduled podcast recording of the TNIB podcast. I am Vince, I here am as Blavin. always with the Blavin. Uh, hey, Anthony is, yeah, Anthony's out MIA this week, but no worries. He made a short return and he'll be back next time. So what's up, uh, Blavin? Hey, not much, man. The great intro, by the way. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I know. You know, last week I added in the Craig bot to the beginning. Uh huh. And it made him what twenty times better, right? It did. It did. I thought this is a professional recording now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, not yeah. much, man. Just got a uh, just got home from the gym. Now I'm here chilling with the boys or boy. You. <laughs> it is quarter past ten in the evening on a Monday night. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we really know how to big chill in here. Uh, I mean, you know what? Doing this on a Monday night's not too bad. It's all right. I, actually, it makes things pretty exciting. Yeah, it makes things exciting. Exciting on a Monday? I guess yeah. it gave me something to look forward to on a Monday. Ooh. I guess so. But Don't you just hate Mondays. Last week when we finished recording, um, Paul actually wrote in a whole bunch of stuff. Oh my God, Mr. immediately? Mr. Paul Chu, he wrote in. He didn't write it immediately. He actually was just uh, late. So. Oh, oh, I see, I see, I see. I see yeah, so to make up for that, he wrote in again oh so, that's my guy right there so uh let's kick some stuff off with uh paul Chu's questions to chew on aka and also comments to dabble into okay i like it uh first off he says Bla did blavin say his brother's name is blaze oh my god it is it's way cooler than mine <laughs> is his name actually blaze blavin the coolest <laughs> name ever <laughs> Uh, I no, because I don't think. Well, Blavin is not Blavin's last name, so no, his brother's name is not Blaze Blavin. Right, my first name is actually Blavin. My yes. brother's name is Blaze, but it's spelled the French way, B L A I S E. But he yeah. did get a lot of jokes in high school about blazing up, Blaze, uh, you Blaze. Oh my I word! I bet. Every day he said, <laughs> "I bet I, I I can see that." Yeah, for sure. It would be funnier if his name was B L A Z E. Like oh, like blaze. actual blaze, like a flame, like Blazingkin. Yeah, yeah exactly. I would want to name my kids Blaze, Laser, and Blazer. You know what I'm saying? Laser and Blazer. Yeah, I just put them Blaze, <laughs> Laser, and Blazer. Where's that uh, from? Oh, it's from uh, Dodgeball. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wow. That's what a that's that movie's old now. It, it is old. I think it was old a long time ago, but it's much older now. Yeah, it's like it's like twenty years old now. Jeez, if you could dodge a wrench, you can dodge, you dodge a, ball. a ball. Yep. Classic. Yeah, what so, what else did he say? He says, "Secondly, is there anything that you started doing doing during the pandemic that you still continue to do now? Was it something that was more of a pandemic pickup type activity that you started because you were in lockdown, and you're still doing it because you love it, or was it just a habit that you started doing at the time and now has become part of your routine, for better or worse?" Oh my God! Actually, no. The pandemic actually made me do the same things, but more of it. I actually Great. had to stop hobbies because I couldn't do jujitsu. Well, you had to stop hobbies because you couldn't do jujitsu. What? What? Well, the pandemic made me stop some of my hobbies because we can do jujitsu right. because you can't touch people. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah so yeah. that that was one of them. But I don't think I picked up anything new. I just think I played more games. <laughs> I think I'm in the same boat as you. Like I didn't do anything new, and yeah, I think I just focused more on games. Yeah, because I had more time at home. <laughs> Yeah, there's like nothing else to do. Significantly so. more time at home. 
Yeah, like I went out for bike rides and stuff. Actually, yeah, like I guess during the pandemic, the the hobby I picked up was I just went deeper into racing games and I and I built like a sim rig. But that's okay. That's pretty much the answer to his question, actually. Yeah, and like yeah, I still I still do it. In fact, this week I'll be talking about an upgrade I made to it. Oh but, wow, um, you made an upgrade. I did, but um, yeah. If anything, I think I stopped doing more than I actually picked up. What did you stop? Well. I, I think, I don't know. I, I stopped watching a lot of anime, like somehow. Yeah, I stopped, I stopped, like, uh, surprisingly, you would think I actually biked more during the pandemic, but I probably biked the least during the pandemic. Why is that? I think it was just like, you have so much extra time. So it was never, like, I always, like, the, it was easier to put in the, the, I'll do it tomorrow excuse. Cause like, ah. it's not like you're pressed for time. Right. And, and then you just end up not doing it. Isn't that weird that the less time you have, the more you're to you more you want to do things? I'm finding that now. Oh well, absolutely. It's, that's how life has always been, I find. Right. Right. Um but yeah, I just ended up playing video games and I kind of just sat there. I did I, beat yeah. a lot of games while the pandemic. I beat Tales of Arise, got through most of Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, got through most of Final Fantasy the 14. I did a lot during the pandemic, not gonna lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Game wise, hmm. anyway. Hmm. hmm. Oh, Cyberpunk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I guess you know what? No, you know what I did during the pandemic? Okay, this is for real. I built a PC and I converted to a PC and then I became a PC gamer. So I really you... did just go hardcore video games. You think you're a PC gamer? I think more than I ever was. Yeah, but I used to you also have. have... Right, but you also have an OLED TV with a PS5, so I do. Who do you? Which one do you use more? Uh, for gaming? Yeah, or in general. Uh, I would probably say the PC more. It's just lately I've been on the PlayStation Five more. Now, is it because you don't want to play games on your PC, or is it just ease of use with your PS5? Um, well, because I wanted to play the Harry Potter game, that's why I'm on my PS5. Oh, I see. But like, if I'm playing Overwatch which is like the game I play all the time. All my racing games are on PC. Um, but yeah, like if it's a single player game where I'm not connected to anything online and it's just, I don't need like Twitch reaction with a mouse. Yeah. Like an RPG, like I love playing RPGs on the TV, on a couch more than I do the PC. Yeah. That makes sense. I, Cause like, I, I, I don't, yeah. I don't like sitting at like the, the chair at a desk. Right. Yeah. I'm funny. down with that. I'm down with yeah. that. So yeah, I would say probably more of my time is spent on the PC, although I haven't touched it in since Harry Potter came out. <laughs> oh my god, did I pick up Street Fighter at that time, actually? Like you went back to 5? I think so. Is that when it was? Hold on, let me just check my Street Fighter. It was. No, I think was. so, because, yeah, because you, then you went deep into like getting a hitbox and stuff. Yeah, so I, so funny story, in my desktop, there's a folder that says SFV Progress, and I screenshot all of my rank-ups. And the rank up from bronze to silver was on October 19th, 2020, which was during the pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was Street Fighter Paul. Paul, that's the, that's the game that I got into. I decided oh. I was going to learn Street Fighter. And that's where I'm at. And I still play it to this day. And I still want to learn and get better, especially for six, as, as, as you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's been huh. three years, three or four years I've been playing Street Fighter Five. And I still love it, so you know everybody three, hates it. Three or four, jeez. Well, I mean, so it's the, 2020, right? It's three years now, right? I know. Sometimes I forget just how long that pandemic was. 
I know. Or right? not. Okay, I know it's controversial to say was. So I'm not going to pretend like it's over. Or oh, take it easy, champ. I, I know. Sure. I know. But it's also interesting yeah. to see that a lot of my rank ups are with different characters. You went through phases. You're like, well, I think of this character. No, I think of with this one. No, right. This one. So in silver, I got the silver with one character in Akali. I got to gold with E Honda. I went back down and went up to gold with Birdie. Got and got the platinum, which where I'm currently sitting at with Alex. And I just sat there and I've never moved up. <laughs> wow. So interesting. Yeah. Were you okay? Now is that because you like this character, or are you following the meta? Alex is bad, dude. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> All the characters that I pick are bad characters. <laughs> as in, as in, they have the least tools, but I think that they're just cool. Oh, but okay. then there's one character I did use, which was your favorite, Luke. And Luke, that was, that was quite quite an easy character. I Luke. remember, yeah, when he came out, everyone was like, "Yo, this guy's OP. Like, detune him or something." Right. I played him, and yeah. he was def. It was definitely a breeze. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's that's one Paul. I definitely eat Street Fighter, and now it's gonna take over my life. So, kind of love it. Hmm. I'm down with it. Yeah, yeah. Did did fitness play any role in in the pandemic for you? Like, well, because no, I feel because, like everybody did the fitness thing, right? Uh, see, not for me. Like, because I didn't have jujitsu, I was kind of at a loss. Actually, I actually got less fit during the pandemic. What yeah, I did same. fix though was my fat. I started fasting intermittent uh, fasting and and i started doing long fasts which were i did 60 hour fasts that's when i started doing them oh my god yeah you ever tried it it's crazy it's no it makes, the first day is brutal but the next day when you're in full fasting it feels so good you have kind of a high and you're very in tune with everything around you god that just sounds like you're delirious what <laughs> yeah. but i drink water though just fyi Okay. I drink water okay. with salt every morning. Oh. Because you have to put that you have to put that water in you, bro. Why with the salt though? Because you, you need electrolytes? Out, exactly, the balance out and all that stuff. Uh like I know but, I did that when I was cycling, but I would add it into like I'd I'd squeeze like a lemon in there too or something. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly, if I wasn't intermittent fasting with how much I eat, I'm just, I'm I know I'd balloon to the massive levels. So this is kind of Jeez. keeping it at bay, you know what I mean? This is kind of like the wall Maria to the Titans. <laughs> in the back on site, you know what I'm saying? It's the yeah, final yeah, wall. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. That, that's crazy. Like my fasting isn't that intense. Like well, you know, I don't do sixty I, hours. I do it once a month. Yeah, but I don't even do it. Like when people say intermittent fasting, I'm assuming you have like a, a seven to eight hour window. That's the reason why I couldn't come on until now because I had to eat before ten o'clock. My fasting, oh, okay. my eating windows between two and ten. Okay, yeah. See, like mine's not that hardcore. Like mine is just don't eat after nine and then leave 12 hours from when you stop eating at night to when you that, eat. That's night. fine. That's, that's actually yeah, great, right? But yours is so crazy. Like I couldn't, like I love breakfast. I cannot like leave my house without eating something. Sir, breakfast or chomps dog? Oh my God. Most yeah, important oh meal God. of the day. Yeah, well, technically I do break the fast at two o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're doing a litter, man, do breakfast. But yeah. That's what I tried to fix during the pandemic, my eating, because I had the time to, to cook, mm -hmm. to prepare my meals and all that kind of stuff. I saw if it was sustainable for me. I think, you know, during the first year, I thought it was pretty good. And then like when the second year rolled around, I'm like, oh, we're in this shit again for another for a year. long haul. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was like, I gave up and like, I put on like 25 pounds <laughs> and I still got it. I'm like, oh God, I got to get rid of this. I don't know if I put on that much weight, but yeah. I put on a little bit. I actually lost 
a lot of weight during that time. But dude, you know, we also didn't eat out. We couldn't eat out. That was yeah. another thing. So that that, yeah, was... that bad habit was taken away from me involuntarily. It, it was, but like in my mind, if I stopped eating out, technically I should be healthier. I feel like, but I just replaced it with snacking. Ooh, snacking, destructive. That's it's destructive. Just, like, just hook me up with some chips, man. Oof. Eggle waffles at midnight, no problem. Oh, I don't know about that, Chief. That <laughs> does sound like it. <laughs> I just feel like everything I'm doing now is just to prevent myself from ballooning to massive proportions. Nah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you want to continue on with some of Paul's questions course, for this yeah. week? Yeah, of course. Let's do it. Sure, like, since we're here on the topic of this stuff, let's see. Uh, comment for last episode. Anyone else, anyone else find it interesting that the second Anthony leaves the continent, the new TNIAB title of TNIAB's number one music man comes into play and Vince wins it and announces it <laughs> on the first show Anthony is back? Anyway, congrats on your new title, Vince. Well, you know. Yes. A music man. <laughs> just gotta. Not a musician, you know, just a music man. <laughs> you know, sometimes they just, they just, I gotta be humble. I, I, just, I, I didn't choose this award. This award chose me. And thanks Hell to yeah. the people. There we Number go. one music man, baby. Uh, yeah. Uh, Paul's actual question relates to what we were just talking about, but. Now a question that's been on my mind for a while that you guys happened to address last week. As we all get older, we have more and more responsibilities. We inevitably have less and less time for our hobbies. Eventually, like Vince said, and like Blavin may have started doing, we inevitably end up scheduling time for fun stuff. For one of my examples, my Lego shame pile was getting out of hand, so I had to schedule Lego time. I made sure to complete at least three bags a night. My question when we have to schedule time do our for our fun stuff is it still as much fun is it less fun since there's no longer spontaneous or spontaneity or is it more appreciated because we've realized how precious that time is i go back and forth between both i think it's the latter for me for you yeah yeah mm -hmm. so right now there's i literally have a to-do list with the sticky notes for my pc when i when i turn it on so one of them is work on one game, any game, literally pick a game. That's the game we're going to work on just for now. And then work on one manga and work on one anime. So every day when I get home, after I eat, shower, sit down, I at least do half an hour of each one of those things. I read one volume of the manga. I watch one episode. Usually it's just one episode because it's one per week. And then I also play at least an hour to half an hour of the game. And then I go to bed. Oh. And I think it's so fun because every day I look forward to getting to what's next. Yeah, I think uh, definitely I would say I like having to make time for the things that I want to do. Me too. That said, I don't stick to my schedule. Like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like hardcore only because, uh, like he says, is it less fun if we make a schedule? I, I kind of just roll with it, right? Right. So if, t and it's like with anything, if I wake up today and I'm like, you know what? I I thought that today I would go out and build a Lego thing, but I don't, don't feel like doing it. I'll focus on something else, then I'll do that. So right. I think that's how I keep getting out of, like that's how for me, I I don't get into a stagnant state. Uh, that said, I, I would much prefer, like I like the, the fact that I'm relatively busy and that I have to make time for things. I think that, yeah, for sure, you. I definitely appreciate the things that I have more because I have such limited time to enjoy it. I don't know if that's like a, 
a bad mentality to have, but I don't I think de- so. I think that's yeah part of growing up. Yeah, okay. no, like I, I like like if I just sat at home every day and had just an open window of t- opportunity to do whatever I wanted, I think I like I said earlier, I wouldn't get anything done. Like I wouldn't do any of it, right? I would just sit there doing nothing because you'd have no pressure to do it, and if I'd have no reason to start, no reason to like do whatever. But the fact that like yeah you have things going on in your life that you cannot control. And so you, you fill in those gaps when you can, I think, yeah, that makes it definitely a lot better for me. I'll be honest with you. I feel the exact same way. I honestly get a lot less done in the weekend than I do in the week, which is strange because in the weekend I should have more time. Right. But instead I end up procrastinating and doing nothing. (laughs) But on the week I'm like, okay, I only have two hours. Let's get this bread. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. I, 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 that's definitely how I'm I, I I feel like I do the same thing like during the week absolutely try and get most things done but on like will you find me working out on the weekend probably not because right. there's nothing to do right. so like I just leave that block open to do whatever but yeah I agree I agree so yeah Paul to answer your question I really do like scheduling my time and I get fulfillment from getting through a volume getting through an episode getting through a certain checkpoint in the game that that's what I get it's Strange that I have to sort of discipline myself with my hobbies, but I kind of enjoy having that discipline and that grind for my hobbies. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. I also I like have a one game in, one game out policy, so I have to beat a game before I buy a new one. I should probably take on that rule, but I won't. So yeah, I'm not gonna, I know. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I will, but I should. <laughs> right now, I'm kind of cheating because I, I picked a voice of cards, which I had from a long time in my Steam library, and it's yeah. a very short game, and I want to beat yeah. it. It's like a buy high fight rush. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah, just FYI. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, you know, um, Paul said he's his Lego pile of shame. This week, I I built a Lego set. Uh-huh. I built a Lego Spider-Man set. Uh-huh. It's called Lego Daily Bugle. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, it's a it's a big set. It's got Huh? Huh? This is gigantic. It's huge. Wait, it's also four hundred dollars? Uh yeah. So you bought this four hundred dollars set? No, I didn't. I didn't. My uh my girlfriend surprised it for to me as a Valentine's Day gift. So she bought it for four hundred dollars. She did, yeah, she did. And huh? She just she just showed up at my door and I'm like, what's up? And uh it's been taking me the better part of two weeks to finish this thing. And now that it's done, it is, it's incredible. It's like three feet tall. I can see that. Or maybe, maybe, maybe not three feet tall. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but it's definitely. Look at all these extras in it. Just under three feet. Yeah. It's, it's wild. And it comes with like all these characters and like, you can open up all the, the floors and stuff. It's so cool. I've never had so much fun at the Lego set. Um, Oh my God. And like, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, so like just the things that they've included, just absolutely wild. There's like 25 characters they include, uh-huh. but guess who they didn't include? Take Spider-Man? a wild No, they have two Spider-Mans. They have a no. They they have Peter Parker. They have Spider-Man. They have Spider-Gwen. They have Miles Morales. There's who a very. They, they didn't include Mary Jane, and I am so pissed. Wait, did they include Gwen Stacy? Yep. You know who else they included? Who? Felicia Hardy. Yeah, that's way more impactful than Mary Jane. Are you, are you kidding me? I was Mary losing, Jane. I was losing my shit. I was like, and then if you look at the set, you know what they put in? They put in Firestar. 
Yeah. I and don't I'm know like, who that is, but yeah, more important than Mary Jane for sure. And I was like, no, you don't know Firestar? Like Spider-Man and his amazing friends? That old no. 70s cartoon or Spider-Man, Firestar, and Iceman? I'm surprised they didn't put in Mary Jane. That's kind of weird. It is so weird. And I was just like, it's like the one little criticism I can have to this otherwise perfect Lego plaything. Um, uh, oh my God. But yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. It, I definitely recommend it. I was surprised that for building a square building, uh, it didn't get too repetitive. And yeah, I had tons of fun building this thing. Definite recommend. And it's gotten me now thinking like, should I, if, next time I buy Lego, should I just stick to the really big shit? Cause I just, I really enjoy like the huge uh, idea of putting together something this large and like, we're going to put this though. Yeah. That's my problem. And I don't know right now. I have like a display outside with, this and it's it's literally just this building but it's so the part cool. where the goblin flies out is all yeah. that rubble plant yes you have to build it like the 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 progression and the story that they build around like putting together the pieces is just re it's really cool like a lot of thought has gone into it and i was super impressed that they've managed to capture like these tiny details that no one will ever see but it's really neat is it four hundred dollars neat i think so yeah Oh wow! Definitely. Yeah, I think for a so. long time I've been thinking about um, we included Spider Ham. Uh, yeah, I was like, why? They have they have Blade. I'm like, why? Yeah, um, I was looking for a Gundam model kit to build. Yeah, and a nice easy one. Is there anyone that you'd recommend? Because I want I want to make one. I want to do something hands on. I, honestly, just pick a character you like. It doesn't even matter anymore. They're all very good. Even the SD ones. Uh okay maybe stick to high grade like like a recent <laughs> high grade i like the sd ones just fyi no i i get them i like them too but there's a lot of i don't think they get like because gundam has come such a long way in terms of right like, what you get for like a 20 dollar model kit uh -huh. and, and honestly like a recent high grade like the new aerial gundam from which mm -hmm. super cool super cool but so you're saying thinking high grade huh I mean, if you really want to be cool, get a master grade. But then, then I'm asking you to spend a lot of money, and that's not really the point of this exercise. I mean, am I just going to be buying the Gundam Heavy Arms Custom Endless Waltz One One Four Four High Grade Fighting Action Kit? Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow, sounds like you've done some research. No, I just remember these from when I was a kid. They, it's the same box. I feel like these are old. So why would they sell them still? So are they've they actually they, they've they've re-released the same characters. But like they've upgraded them to to more modern oh, standards. Oh, so interesting. Yeah. So like you have to be careful because some of them are still the old kit, where other ones are new. Like Gundam is very terrible at that. Like trying to tell you which is modern and which is not. Right. That's why, like, to be sure you're having a modern kit, I would always stick to something of the newer series. Oh, because that's for sure came out this year. Yeah. Like I. Like I could tell you which ones are new and which ones are old, but it's just harder right. to to deduce. Like if you're just going in blind. That's now, what's why... the grade uh, by ascending order? Like the sort of the simplest to the most. Okay, involved. so yeah, okay, so the first one would just be called first grade. Oh, it's just the easiest, and then I'd put in like SD, high grade, real grade, master grade, perfect grade, perfect grade extreme. Perfect grade extreme. There's there's actually like grades in between the grades now. Like they have uh master grade uh EX. Uh-huh. 
perfect grade extreme uh in between master grade and high grade there's a no grade which is actually oh. my is my favorite grade now no, no grade no grade because it's basically a really big high grade uh-huh so i find those cool like i'm looking forward to the no grade aerial i just saw the first grade rx78 and it looks like a good kit and it looks very simple and clean yeah and it, it should be really affordable too it's like, fifteen dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say it should be like less than fifteen on. Yeah, so. that's amazing. Really? Yeah, fifteen bucks Canadian. So like, it's real. It's a good kit. Like, if you want to th throw it at somebody, be like, "This is what Gundam's about." That's a really good kit. It's just, I've seen that. Like, I feel like that design is just so ubiquitous. Uh, ubiquitous with model kits now or Gundam kits. Uh -huh. that, I don't know. Especially people I meet today who get into Gundam. Like, that's not a design they particularly enjoy, and I get it. It's hard to like the 70s sometimes yeah but you know me i love the rx78 too yeah like i would I'd check that out you could build it with a nail clipper if you really want oh wow i, I okay so i bought the master grade one really i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> with the metal insides interesting yeah I, I wanted something to do lately with my hands yeah something to create something yeah but i don't know what yeah, Gundam's cool. Gundam's cool, but I've just, I just, I think Lego's more. Let's say it's less investment to get a more satisfying result. Because like with a Gundam, I always feel like if I just snap it together, it's not quite complete. Ah, uh, I see what you mean. Like you have to paint things here, and like the 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 rabbit hole for customization is kind of endless. Whereas with right. Lego, it's like you follow the instruction, you put it together. Um, and, and it's product, a finished product. It's a finished product. And it's like a solid product that you can uh, like play with, right? Like mm -hmm. a, a model kit, you always still have to be kind of uh, sensitive to how you right. you approach it. So however, Lego is impossible to break. That's true. But the thing about Lego is that I don't know what uh, series or IP that I would really want something for. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that's true. Like, and that's the hard part, right? Um, right. It's funny because, like, I meet a lot of people at work who build Lego, and they don't care about any of the series. They just like a lot of the like idea sets. And so, there's one that came out recently that's just like a, a bouquet of flowers, and they really enjoyed that. And I'm like, huh. idea set? What is that? Yeah, like they're just like sets that are made by the community, and then Lego looks at them and says, "Yeah, we'll build this and make it an official set, and then." We'll put it out into production, and you can buy it, huh. right? They're they're really cool. They they range anywhere from like the office studio set mm -hmm. to like you know a bunch of birds, like literally a, a robin or a blue jay. Huh? Like it's it's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was that was a that was a short, small thing in my week of things. Is that um? Was that part of? Paul's question. I can't remember now. Uh, no, he just you know has said he had to schedule Lego time, and I just told him the like, guy had to do the same thing. Like it took me two weeks. I, I tried to do a bag or two a night, and there's when you guys say bags, what does that mean? So when you open up a Lego set, it comes in an in individualized like the, all the parts come in individualized but like numbered bags. Okay. And so, for example, in this Spider-Man set I have, there was um fifteen total. Oh no, 16 total, we'll say bags. However, like for bag one, there's actually three bag ones. So like you'd open all the bags to say number one, and that would get uh -huh. you through bag one. Or and like that step would create one. something? 
that would create something. In this case, it created the main floor, the base plate, like no walls, just the base plate and the foundation. Okay. Right? It, and it gives you good like hard stop points in case you like just want to stop building. Uh huh. And, like it's a good way to pace yourself, and it and so what these bags do is like it, it makes you build in a specific order. Like you can't build out of order. Like you have to follow. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. So huh. that's how that works. Yeah. It's 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 just basically a uh an organized way of presenting you with pieces so that you can build them in a structured manner. That's it. Doesn't that make you feel sort of like you're not being creative? You're just following a game plan? Uh it depends how you look at it. Like yeah, uh -huh. there's definitely there's definitely the school of thought for Lego where it's I give me pieces I will build on my own. Right. But in but in this case like I'm building because I like I I have this set because I want this set because I think it's cool and I'm sold on the idea of of this whole thing. And so the interest instead becomes how did like the Lego team design this? How how what was like what kind of ideas did they put together to create the things that really represent the IP you've decided to invest in? So hmm. yeah, it's it's a different way of looking at things. I think it's just like the engineer mind in my, in me is just like I just like how these things are put together. Right. Like, so it's not so as much as I like the end product, I love seeing how it comes together. And like, I think Lego does a really good job at that. Is there more advanced pieces that I think nowadays is the technology moved on or is it still just regular blocks? So Lego does introduce new pieces, but nothing outside of what, like nothing outside the core spirit of a block. So what I mean by that is if you have like a, a one by two brick, like generally speaking, they won't design something that's so like they're not going to print out like a very a hugely custom piece that only has one specific purpose. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, they won't do that. So they they generally try to keep it so that you can I don't know I suppose uh, stay within the the general aesthetic of Lego blocks. Like it always will have that aesthetic. They'll try. Uh huh. So yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize Lego was such a popular toy, not only for kids, but adults as well. Lego's the number one toy thing, right? Whenever I see Lego, it's I always see that it's that it's not only geared towards kids, but also for adults too. Yeah, Lego's, I would say there's probably more, well, it's like every toy now, right? I think there's more adult collectors than there are actual kids, because kids are playing Fortnite. Hey, that's my guy right there. Fortnite. Right? Like kids have no care for Lego, but they love Minecraft. That's true. It's kind of have the same spirit, right? So I would say it's identical. The only difference yeah. is Minecraft, I guess. I suppose it's all digital. Can, yeah, it's all digital, and you can be with your friends. That's true. Which, to be honest, is cooler than Lego. Minecraft. I mean, the idea that you can build something and share it with your friends, right? Hop in there and like actually play in the set you've built. I think that's cooler than people have made some crazy things on Minecraft. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Wild. Mm -hmm. hmm. Well, there you go. I like to yeah. hear what Paul says about his scheduling of time and what his schedule looks like. Well, write us back next time, bro. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to hear. Give me your but full I... schedule breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Give me, yeah, just send me your your Google Calendar. Just let me see. Let me have a look. Exactly. Yeah, that's too funny. So I heard you saw a movie today. Or yesterday. Uh, yeah. Or Sunday or Saturday. Uh, actually, would it surprise you that I saw it twice? Well, I saw it once on when it came out on Thursday, and then I saw it again on Sunday. But 
but but but on Thursday, the fire alarm went off during the movie. Oh and no! They started, they started playing the movie again without, with the lights were still on and the movie was going, the sound, but there's nothing on the screen. So I missed ten minutes of the movie, oh, and it was man. during one of the fights. Oh no! And they didn't even rewind it. And oh, afterwards, no. we talked to the staff, and they were happy to give us free admission tickets. That's but good. I'm glad I was going to be able to see it again. So, so yes. which movie is this? Uh, this one is going to be Creed Three. Ah, and Creed Three. Yes, it is part of the Rocky trilogy. I guess not trilogy, but spin-off trilogy of uh, Adonis Creed, the uh, I guess the son of the deuterogenist of Rocky, which was Apollo Creed, mm-hmm. his rival and friend. Mm-hmm. And this third installment is actually doesn't have Rocky in it. Mm. He, there's apparently some bad blood between him and the studio because apparently Rocky doesn't, or sorry, Sylvester Stallone doesn't own the rights to Rocky even though he created it. Weird, right? No. Oh, okay. Fair. Okay. And he probably, he, I remember he, I remember the story. He created it, but he kept shopping around the script until one of the studios would buy it. I think that's what happened. Yes. Yeah. So he sold all the rights to make the movie happen. Yes. Uh, and then this one is actually directed by Michael B. Jordan, the guy who plays Adonis Creed. That's crazy. Now, in this movie, there is a lot of anime references. Is in the there? first in the first three minutes of the movie, there is a red frame Gundam Astray and a poster of Naruto Shippuden. Really? Yes. It's in his room in 2002, which you're tell- I... You're telling me Michael B. Jordan's a basic-ass anime fan. Yeah, take it easy, champ. Uh, <laughs> and the other thing, too, that I saw was... Okay, so in, do you remember in Dragon Ball where Goku and Vegeta punch each other, but they kind of make a cross pattern with their hands? And they're both... they When they punch each other, they're both facing the screen. So they're kind of punching each other in an X pattern. Yes. Does that make sense? They did that are in they, the movie. Are, are they doing it with one hand? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah. did that in... <laughs> Oh uh, my god. Oh my god. Yeah, they did it. They 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 literally <laughs> did the, the punch where they were just in an X pattern. And they also did the punch where when he hits you, there's like a slow-mo and then the sweat gets blown off your back because the ver- the power reverberates through. It's hot. It's so good, man. But the star of this show, of this movie, I gotta say, is the rival. Mm. Jonathan Majors or Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, yeah. Because in the movie, he gives... I mean, I'm not an actor, not a director or whatever, but the way his performance was in the movie, it was, so, it was so interesting that he started out as a friend, then became the bad guy, like a heel turn, and then he came, became back into a friend. Oh. It really, really shows you that he was... They were really bros, mm-hmm. but there was just misunderstanding, and in the end, they still do care for each other. Because in the beginning, he's so polite, so nice to Adonis. And then the mm-hmm. heel turn happens. And then at the end, they have like a quite a reconciliation. Oh, at the end of the movie? Yeah. And dude, chicken and rice and broccoli really gives these guys really amazing bodies, honestly. Chicken and rice and broccoli, huh? Yeah, that's right. That's what they say. That's the Hollywood diet, right? Really? Broccoli? <laughs> Man, they were so jacked in this movie. Every time they got in the ring, I told myself, these people are not the same weight class, for sure. <laughs> like, one of them was so big. Uh, Jonathan uh, Majors fights another character in the movie, and 
the other character is significantly smaller than him, but they say it's a heavyweight match, which I thought a heavyweight. was yeah, which I thought was insane. Huh. Uh, the music was good. Uh, is a lot of old hip hop tracks, and I'm kind of glad that this movie, this franchise, kind of leans into that sort of street aspect. It definitely gives it a sort of personality on its own. Mm. But as an as a Rocky a Creed movie, I wouldn't rank it as my number one Creed movie. That's still going to be number two. But okay. this is right underneath. Really, I really really like it. Not because of Michael B. Jordan, but because of the antagonist. Really, he was a great antagonist. I'll be honest with you. Really interesting boxing style using techniques that a lot of people have, probably haven't seen in a while, such as the cross arm guard, and it's. The fight scenes were really well done. They had one where like they just took away all the crowd and it's just them two in the ring. And it's great. Mm. It's really, really good. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. And mm. I, I was seeing it twice. The other thing too is like I saw it twice, right? Yeah. I yeah. thought that you ever you ever watch something twice and when you watch it, you think to yourself, Oh man, I can't wait to get to this one part. I wish this movie would hurry up kind of because you know yeah, you know yeah. what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Actually, the second time I watched it, I noticed that the pacing was actually quite well done because things were flowing really quickly i didn't notice it the first time because you know everything was new but now that i knew what was going to happen i didn't realize how fast things moved and how tight everything was if that makes sense mm-hmm. they made really good use of the time that they had oh that's good to hear yeah i really like this movie was I it long? Rec- uh, it's an hour and a half i think really okay that's not that long uh oh no it's two hours sorry my bad. Oh, okay but it didn't okay. feel like two hours that's the thing because mm-hmm. they intersplice the fight scenes in between and it's really really well done and you you really look forward to what's going to happen next mm-hmm, mm-hmm. jonathan majors though definitely the breakout star in this movie breakout star man's kang the carker i know okay. <laughs> but like he, when he's in this movie i i i love and also love the way that they talk to each other because they're just like friends they, they would say, like, oh, come on, bro, don't do me like that. Or, like, it's just, I don't know. It's just the way they talk to each other, the the the, um, the script felt very, it, it didn't feel very manufactured. They don't say the right things all the time. It's mm-hmm. very, it's like a friend talking to another friend. And they made the, it seemed really organic the way they were talking to each other. It was like two real people talking to each, about, to each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay. I definitely recommend this movie for anyone who likes boxing or likes anime or both. Oh, I think both? It, yeah, honestly, overall, I think it's a great, it's just a great movie overall. A Definitely recommend. Movie overall. Definitely recommend. Yeah, I'll probably check it out when it comes like on home video VHS. Yeah, yeah exactly. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> now, the other movie that I saw that wasn't as impressive. No. Now, I, I, I wouldn't say it's a really a movie, but I saw the Demon Slayer special greeting that they had playing really? in theaters right now. Okay. So here's the thing, though. Uh-huh. They literally just ripped the last two episodes from the anime and put it on the big screen before the first episode of the new season. And I'm talking, it's it has the opening and endings. Really? <laughs> yep. They didn't edit it down or anything. It's just the straight, here's episode 10, here's episode 11. Huh. That Go, feels kind of... It's like... kind of a cop-out, I understand. It took almost... 40 minutes to get to all the new content. Oh, God. That's the worst. But it also sounds so Japanese at the same time. Although, Vince, when you watch those fight scenes in the big screen, 
with the sound from the yeah, yeah. surround sound it's insane yeah, yeah. also i could it really put into respect that i couldn't believe what we were watching was a tv show that was a regular tv show not an ova not a movie it was just the regular show itself it really speaks to the quality of ufo table uh ufo table yeah <laughs> i mean okay mm. so i sorry i saw demon slayer uh sword mist village arc the first episode plus the last two episodes of the of the entertainment district arc okay. that's what i went to see yeah so how do you normally watch anime just out of curiosity now so when i caught up with demon slayer i watched i binged everything but now i watch one a week no no i mean like are you watching on your computer do you have a laptop tv like what's the what's the process here i sit and watch it on my pc yeah, yeah. and i'm tuned in because i have to read the subtitles mm, but you're using your pc speakers headphones yeah what do you... ex- speakers okay okay why no no because like it was just interesting hearing you say that on the big screen and the sound makes a difference because i would i would argue i guess if you had like really good headphones like those like 3d headphones right. that could probably get or even if you have a nice audio system with a, with a deep bass you could probably get that right uh, but yeah i guess with the screen thing you can't really replace a, a big screen nah yeah and i just I want mean, to know what was more impactful the sound or the big screen i think the sound because there's a lot of explosions but also when i watched the animation i didn't realize how detailed and insane it was yeah and it's just a regular weekly show you know what i mean yeah yeah they put they put a lot of effort into this stuff yeah i guess when it's bigger like that it's just easier to pick out all the small details yes i was actually debating whether to get the whole series on manga because i kind of yeah i mean it's only 150 dollars for 25 volumes which is quite a lot i think okay and i kind of want to know the story but i also want to maybe just slowly get it over time Mm. What okay. we said wait what no i thought you said like you want to like i thought you wanted to wait until the show was done before you picked up the manga i didn't know if you wanted to like spoil yourself on you know the show is almost the series is almost done as in uh, apparently according to my brother after this swordsmith village arc was this year there's one more arc and then the final arc yeah i know like this series ended like uh first year of the pandemic like two years ago I know it's very interesting. I didn't. I'm glad that this person didn't make it go too long. Same. Same. Now, I'm did glad. you hear about what they're doing for Attack on Titan? Yeah, man. This. Did you hear this is the final chapter? Yeah, but it's the <laughs> final chapter, part one, and they're releasing only one episode or something. Yeah. And then they're gonna release it, the other one in April or something. Like what? <gasps> ah, kill me! Like what's going on with that show? So it's Attack on Titan season four, part three, part two. <laughs> like what? It's so stupid. <laughs> like, holy. Yeah. Honestly. Damn. But yeah, so those have been my big two things. I definitely recommend both. But if you really can't, if you just can't wait to see Demon Slayer, you could probably skip it and just see it when it comes out in, real, in April. Okay. Okay. Well, Creed, though. Please go see Creed. That movie is insane. Also, it has the highest opening box office of a sports movie ever. No, really? Yep. Ever? Yep. No way. But what? what I think last, so. What's the last big sports movie? I, I don't know. know. But hey, there's a bunch of movies that on the trailers that I kind of want to watch. The one about Nike and Michael Jordan. I want to watch. Oh, Air. About, yeah, the one about. Yeah, Tetris. I'm about that movie. Yeah, let's go. And then Tetris. Yeah. 
Tetris. Yeah, that's pretty see that cool one. too. And then yeah, the one yeah. that I really want to go see is um oh god, now I forget it. Now that I now that I'm talking about it. Oh, the George Foreman one. Oh yes. Yes, you're right. Yeah, th- that one looks I didn't realize that that was his story how he came back. Uh as he said big and fat and he still won the heavyweight title of the world. And I I, I got to see that. Mhm. Wow. But I did there is one more magical thing that happened to me this week. Uh is this it's movie related? Work? Oh yes. I had what the hell? <laughs> I had a friend I had a friend group <laughs> express interest in wanting to see the Dungeons and Dragons movie. No way, really? Yeah. My D D group is like, oh, we should watch the new Dungeons and Dragons. Movie. I guess I guess you have to, yeah. Sure. And I said Oh my God! It's happening. <laughs> this is the real fantasy role playing game right here. That's uh, Chris Pine, right? Yeah, Chris Pine and um, Justice Smith. Is that his name? Justice Smith. Is that his name? I yeah, know. Just... I, I don't know who that is. Justice Smith. Type it in. It's he's he's the he's the mage. You never see this guy? He was in a Detective Pikachu. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now now he looks familiar. I would have never figure that out like that's oh no i have no idea nope 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 i know michelle rodriguez i know hugh grant um even renee jean page like but i don't know this other kid interesting renee jean page or sorry not renee is it reggie i can't remember i've seen him on a netflix show though the get down must be the one where they're hip-hop group uh maybe i think he was in bridgerton or yeah oh yeah i don't know about that one yeah okay but i mean another trailer that we saw i don't know if you saw this trailer too we saw this trailer for fast 10 where they're just in their car and then it just keeps swapping to different characters did you see this trailer yeah yeah i've seen this this is that that is a movie i will say that it that is a movie that is a movie that is coming that is coming out coming out that is that is a movie that is coming out yeah yeah everybody in the theater was kind of giggling not gonna lie when it was <laughs> happening so <sighs> anyway so that's me me what about you uh i i wasn't able to watch full shows this week but i watched a couple different things pieces of bits of the two different shows i watched the last of us a couple episodes Ooh, there let's go buddy that's a good show that's yeah. a lot of fun i mean like it is the whole zombie apocalypse thing uh if you're not into that or if you're t- if you find that genre kind of tiring i don't think this show is gonna like set your light a fire it's not going to be like ooh, but mm-hmm. cons- considering there's nothing else currently airing uh what else within, are you gonna watch right yeah like it's it's pretty cool like and i think you have to remember that this game like this game originally came out like a decade ago when the zombie thing was at its highest right um, so like just keep that in mind uh, but yeah it's a cool show i like it it's so far like it it pretty much follows the game They've made their own artistic changes or whatnot, but definitely if you play the game and you liked it, it's, I don't know why you wouldn't be watching this show. It's very good. I heard about this. Yeah. Just do note, the first episode is long. It's an hour I, and a half. I heard that the the opening scene is shot, almost shot for shot the same as the the game. Uh, It's pretty close. It's pretty damn close. Like it's, that's kind of sick. I don't know why. Yeah, there's some details that have changed, uh, but the the soundtrack they used identical. Like the guitar string 
thing. Hell yeah. Uh, so that's cool. And then the other show I started watching was Andor, the Star and? Wars thing. I, I that think show, that, that show is awesome. I knew that you would like it because that it's not about Jedi. So cool. Like, yeah, it's it's neat that it takes place in the Star Wars world, but it feels nothing like a Star Wars show. It's I so, heard it's mostly about politics and rebels and stuff. It is, it is, but it's like it's like you're basically following like the cast uh, or the uh Cassian, I think, from Rogue One. Oh and, uh, before he dies? Yeah, before it, it takes place five years before he dies. And the whole first season, I'm only halfway through, it um takes place exactly one year. And then I think they said season two will take place in years two to five before Rogue One. Interesting. Yeah, it's I totally recommend it to anybody who somehow hasn't seen this, but is a Star Wars like who likes the Star Wars stuff. Even if you don't like the Star Wars stuff, it's just a cool like um yeah, we'll say mischievous adventure political showcase and intrigue something like that interesting interesting yeah, yeah. I, i'm gonna save all my opinions until i finish it but uh-huh. in the meantime it's it's been real cool it's really cool um quickly you've been following the discord chat on this one blavin but uh my one cousin and i got deep into snowboarding so i bought a snowboard uh-huh Burton step on bindings. Like, I don't know if you've been snowboarding or how you know how it works. Okay. But you have boots, right? And you put your boot uh-huh. in and you have to strap them in. Have you okay. seen that before? Like, that's yeah, basically I guess how you lock, so. Yeah, that's how you lock yourself in. But have okay. you seen how skis work? Mm, kind of. I, I remember uh, wearing them before. But yeah, like, like skis, you, you put your toe in and you click down with your heel and then you're locked in. Uh huh. Like, it's, it's just a lot easier, but snowboards are more like you got to. Put the strap over, click them down, kind of like you would click down rollerblades or something. Uh-huh. Uh But the bindings I got are step-on, so they act like ski bindings. So instead of having to like sit down and and do up my bindings every time I get to the top of the hill, I could just step onto my board and I'm I'm secured. It's at first it's kind of nerve-wracking because you're like, is this really going to hold me in? Right. But it's very secure and it's very cool. It's that quality of life change, huh? It is. It and that's all it is. Like it's it doesn't make you a better snowboarder. It doesn't like there's no let's say technical advantage when you're carving down the hill. It's uh-huh. literally just the time spent from getting off the lift to sitting down before you can go do your run. But it's like in in total it maybe saves you like 30 seconds, maybe a minute at the most. But it's it stops you from having to sit down or bend over or whatever. It's it's crazy. I don't think if if these didn't exist, I don't know if I would be as hooked on snowboarding as I am. So I don't understand. You guys just do one run and then you have to go all the way back up top manually, like obviously you, taking the lift or whatever. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's. Those what do you do in that whole time that you think about? Do you just think about your run and how you could do better or what? Well, when you're going down, like you're not. I wouldn't say it's like a relaxing thing. Like my legs are definitely fired up. Like my my legs are definitely flexed and fired up because like you do have to press down your weight to control the board and turn and whatnot. Uh-huh. So by the time you get down, it, it you are, I'm not going to say you're like panting and winded, but it is uh-huh. like a workout, right? Like it is like you are doing something. So you use that time up the ski lift to recover. Interesting. And then if like, honestly, when you go by yourself, it's, it's more of a workout because you could just keep going up and down as fast as you want. Uh-huh. Like when you're with a group and you have to like wait with people, wait. then then it turns into more of just like a social relaxing thing. You have to wait for all those 
slow pokes. Yeah. Those noobs. Absolutely. But, you know, it's still it's still a fun thing to do. And yeah, snowboarding's pretty sick. Hmm. Um yeah. Okay. Okay. I t- okay. I'll probably talk about it more next week. I think because I'm I'm going again. But um Oh, you're going again. I think I'm gonna go at least two or three more times before the season's over. So my word, brother. Yeah. How much is it per run or, you know, the, each time you go in there? Do you pay for, like, the weekend or? No, you pay for So you, you can pay for the day uh, or whatever. So, like, okay, if you if you don't have equipment, then it is, like, $100 a day. Okay. Like, it, like it's, it, it is expensive, I'm not going to lie. Like, because by the time you get your rental and then you get your lift, it is more or less 100 bucks, 110 give or take the location. At Blue Mountain, uh, it's like 150 So, like, it gets expensive. Oh, so that's why, like, I was like, okay, I'll just buy the board. Because mm-hmm. lift tickets are, any, are, like, 30 bucks for the day. So mm. it's not too, too bad. If you go in the evening, it's half price, right? So, sure, you have half the day left, and it's colder because it's night. But there's nothing cooler than, like, snowboarding in the dark, like, under the lights. I think that's way cooler than during the day. Uh, it is colder though. There's no sun to like warm you up. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 more or less. So is anybody else you know also going hard in the paint like this? Can you even do this when it's not snowing? Uh, they have fake notes snow. So like yeah, like generally speaking, for most as long as it's around like zero degrees freezing, it's usually pretty okay. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, the the fake stuff is is not the same as real snow. Like it it has different properties and it doesn't quite react the same way and like depending on your board that's could be a good thing or a bad thing but you know it's still fun to, to roll is it indoor through. when you do the fake snow no it's outdoor how is that possible i don't know the like mechanics or the science behind it but so yeah, you could technically you could technically snowboard all year no so the weather has to be a certain temperature like it has to be okay. cold right like no one's doing this in the middle of the summer it's just weird to me that you have to stop a certain skill progression because of the season. I mean, like that's what it is for cycling for me, right? Like I don't cycle. Yeah, but you can do it at home. It's not the same. But you can still do it at home. You know what I mean? You can still do a a, a portion of it at home. I guess so. Yeah. Cause I mean like for, well, for people who snowboard, the summer equivalent is skateboarding. Are you going to take up skateboarding too? No, absolutely not. I ride a bike. Okay. Okay, That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's fun. Are you doing this to fit in the gaps between the seasons? More or less. So, yeah. oh wow, yeah, this guy yeah. just just you guys heard it here first. This man is so loaded that he could have a different hobby per season. Must no, nice. that's not how it works. Okay, it's well, just, you got to be interested, like, because I'm like I don't care about, uh, I guess traditional sport, right? Like basketball, volleyball, soccer, or even like a martial art. Like that stuff doesn't interest me. Mm-hmm. So. You just got to find the stuff that does interest you. So in the colder months, you do snowboarding, and in the warmer months, you do biking. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, more good or less. for you, brother. That's, that's that seems like a that seems like a good time. Yeah, it is. Um, but I did something else this week, and I alluded to it at the beginning of the show. I upgraded my sim rig. Yeah. You know what I got? What'd you get? I got PlayStation VR two. So now you're playing it in a VR setting. Yeah. Uh, as someone who's not real, like I've, I've done the VR thing. Like I've, exp- like I've had limited experience. I've had the meta quest too, as well as, um, I think it's like an HP headset. I tried at a, at a sim racing studio and they're cool. Uh, they're cool. Um, uh, but I've never really been sold on VR holistically. Cause I'm like, I don't know if the technology's there. No, no, no. This is the first one where I'm like, damn, this is actually really good. It's 
I've granted I've only played Gran Turismo Seven, but it is uh-huh. wild. It is so wild. Um, the screens look great. The performance is smooth. It's not going to look as nice as like a really high end TV. There's just no getting around that. I, I, but in terms of putting you in the car and making you believe you're there, it's so crazy. Racing online in VR is mind blowing. But it, I don't know. Have you done VR? Mm, I can't say I have really. And if I did, I kind of want to do the VR chat. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So like, there and is a, other it, things. I'm yeah. Just <laughs> I'm oh just shit! That opens the door. No. Um, Shut up. So the uh, race, like, it's so realistic, like the way that they've done the car movements and stuff when you're in there, that it definitely creates a huge gap in your own brain, where like oh, your God. eyes, your eyes see something, but your body's not feeling it. And like, I'm not gonna lie, I got so like motion sick for the first half hour. And really? I kind of, I just had to power through it until until I got used to it, and then I was okay. But like, yeah, because it's just like you're moving, but you're not moving. Yeah, but like you're like all the information coming from your eyes and the and the audio because I because it comes with like headset, right? So right. All the, like it all is, and like the visuals are so real that now they're just like, yeah, this is happening to you, but it's not, and so yeah, you do feel a little sick, um, but it's really cool. Like, Grand Chisel is great. Uh, I've gone back to playing that, but I, what I'm really excited to do is I want to play Resident Evil Village this way in VR. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I'm gonna take a break from this and beat seven so that I can start Village. Um, you can't do VR on seven? No, you cannot. Unfortunately, no, oh, no. Um, but yeah, it's it's super cool. Um, I'm not gonna lie; like, I'm not gonna pretend like it's just like everybody should go out and get it because. I think it's still part of like a niche audience and you have to have a PS5. And even if you do have a PS5, it's not exactly a cheap add-on. It's not like buying an extra controller. It costs more than a PS5. But if you have the resources, I definitely recommend it. It's it's I think it's it's one of the first headsets where I'm starting to feel like I think VR is probably like not that I didn't know that it'd be a huge part of gaming in the future, but this is the first one where it's like, yeah, no, I can start like this is the closest we'll get to like a mainstream set that's actually delivering on the promise that we all think of when we imagine what VR could be. Let me I, guess. You, you've seen the light. You've seen yeah, the VR light. I personally, I still think we're maybe like a generation away from it being like this ubiquitous, like this, this is, you need to have it. Like, I think uh. we're still like a generation away, but this is close enough to just being like, uh, there is no compromise anymore. It's just, it's a really good addition and there is no, trade-off for having to have a vr set and even though i said it's expensive to get a comparable experience like this on the pc would cost you like three grand as opposed to the 500 bucks that this is so and this is only on playstation it is and and like the real shame is what's gonna like decide whether this is great or not is the library of games and unfortunately right now on on playstation it's not a huge library so like you're not gonna have everything that you would have on a pc but I think the opening lineup is is decent enough that if there's a game there that interests you, you'll probably find value in it. I think if you are a religious Grand Turismo player, you should probably have this if you don't already have a wheel. Uh, Resident Evil, I think those games look really cool. That new Horizon game also looks neat. Um, but I actually, Horizon might... Zero Dawn, you can play in. No, there's a there's a Horizon specific called it's called Call of the Mountain. 
Oh, but, okay. Uh, I think I might finally try No Man's Sky because they have a VR upgrade to it. So I might try oh that. Oh my there. god. But we'll oh see. Oh my god. We'll see, right? We'll see. I say this like I have all the time in the world. The reality is Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's honestly been like mostly my week. And it's also cemented the fact that to me, video games are a drug. And if I if I stick too long in them, I really won't do anything else with my life. Yeah, man. It's like those happy little chemicals, bro. Dude, like I have done nothing. Like I did not do any exercise at all this week. I got I got the headset. Like apart from snowboarding on the weekends, but like during the week, I just threw on the headset and I just disappeared. I just vanished. And then so in the game, if you're shooting, do you control it with the controller or do you actually put your hands out and stuff? So it's, it's both. So you have two new controllers, and you, but you have to put your hands out, right? When you reload the gun, you have to like take the clip out and put the new one in. With the arrows in Horizon, you have to pull the arrow out of your quiver, pull the string back. So, no way, bro. Yeah. Like, That's yeah, you, crazy. Like you guys got to try it. Like, And I have just enough of a big enough space here where yeah. you could play standing and move around and stuff so it's it's real real <laughs> neat it's really neat I, it always makes me laugh because i thought the movement is that you'd be walking but where would you be walking into yeah so like that's a thing too like it, it's tethered it's not wireless so you always have a cable on you so yeah. th so the walking is actually more dictated by the analog sticks right that's what i mean yeah, yeah so it's it's the moment to moment movement so like i've seen videos on resident evil where like they have a a pistol in the left and the shotgun in no. the right and they just dual wielded th that stuff that's shit hilarious yeah so is uh you ever seen the movie uh one of my favorite movies that i know it was critically panned uh ready player one I, I you know i like that movie yo i like that movie too but do you remember how their rig was set up where they had the track underneath their feet yeah so if they were running it would also be running with them yeah and it just knew whichever direction they wanted to run in Exactly. It's yeah. like uh it's like a treadmill, but it's infinite. Yeah. I would like love infinitely that. I would love yeah, that. that that's just I thought that that shit was what we were doing, bro. No, no, no. I wish. I wish. Be cool though, right? Yeah, that would be cool. Um but yeah, no, I think mm. PlayStation VR is super cool. The only thing is having glasses is annoying. Like you can use it with the glasses, but it's just you can't get the screen as close to your face as possible with glasses. So I've had to use contacts a couple times and it just right. makes the experience a whole lot better um damn bro yeah yeah how this... much does how much does this rig cost you don't want to ask you uh so in so okay in american we'll say the playstation 5 is 500 bucks uh-huh the vr set is 550 so what's that a thousand dollars yeah like american so like a thousand fifty american oh just me so yeah like like i said it's not cheap but if uh -huh. you already have a PS5, yes, you know, this is definitely expensive. But again, if you're looking at it from like say the the view of like, well, if you bought a MetaQuest, a MetaQuest I think is 300 bucks. It's not going to be anywhere near as close as good as this. And if you had a and that doesn't include like if you had a PC, you'd still need a really kick-ass PC to run VR. Cuz I don't know if you know how VR works, but like you need a really really powerful PC to make VR work good. Otherwise, it just it doesn't. I always thought that VR was a gimmick. I did too. I did too. But like, I think like we're we've gotten to the point now where it's it's so close to being the dream that you think of when you're a kid. Uh huh. And at least in terms of where the headset is, I can't speak for the infinite treadmill and like all the 
motion tracking of your hands and stuff. Like I, I do wish one day or I hope one day maybe we'll be able to to get to the point where you don't need a controller and like but then I guess you're doing everything with hand gestures. So we'll see. I wonder how I would do if it was Street Fighter like that, you know? We'd all die. Hadouken, Hadouken, Hadouken. Oh god, that'd be so tiring. Oh my god, right? Like could you imagine if like fighting games were VR and like now it wasn't about your execution, it really came down to stamina? Oh my god, it came down to your actual physicality. Yeah, and at this point it's like, why aren't we just watching boxing? Or like Exactly. <laughs> why don't we just fight? Yeah, why don't we just really fight? Um Oh god. You're just moving up and down. What are you doing? Oh, I'm wave dashing, bro. <laughs> I'm wave dashing. Yeah. <laughs> bro. Oh my god, that's wild, dude. Yeah. VR is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Well, I'm glad you're having fun with it. I am. Like I, I gave I gave it to my girlfriend to try and she was I put her in her own real car and she's like, uh-huh. This is she's like, This is exactly my car. This is so and like I looked at it too, like it was wild. Like I the I've actually not been actually driving. I've just been reliving nostalgia. I've just been buying like eighties and nineties Japanese cars and sitting in them. And just looking around and just like remembering how I used to fantasize wanting these cars. I bought my remember my old Civic. I bought that. Just you sat, did not. I saw. I sat in there again. And I was like, oh my god! It's like, it's like coming home. It was so wild. Oh it was so god. wild. That's, that's so sick. Yeah. Is it really that detailed too? It is. Like I, I was surprised. I was like, wow, it's so close to just one to one. Well, yeah. I guess they had to. Well, I guess they had to map it all out or something, right? Yeah, I mean, like, this stuff is all existing in the game already. It's just, yeah, they had to make sure that, I guess, it worked with the VR set, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's cool. Like, when you look up videos, they don't look anywhere near as good as they do inside the headset. And you don't get any sense of depth or whatever. Like, it's the one, you know how, like, when you're looking at a game, uh-huh. Like on your, on your screen, and you want to focus at something in the distance, but you can't because like it's a two D surface. Like you can uh-huh. only focus on what the game wants you to focus on. Right. So in the VR set, when you're looking in the distance, like you can change your focus, like on the screen, so that it mimics like what you would in real life. Like if you're looking up close at something or something further away, you can do that, and it's it's so wild. It's it's crazy. Huh. Yeah. That's what the hell. Like. I, again, I just keep thinking that it's a gimmick. So hearing you talk praises of it, it must be something special. Can I, now I kind of want to try it. Yeah, like next time you guys are over, like definitely, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll put you guys in and just see what you think. But it's it's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's just kind of hard because I think they make a big deal about it, but I guess you wouldn't really know what, what it's like when you unless you try it. Does that make sense? Yeah, like it's the hardest thing to sell because the only way you could sell it to somebody is if they tried it but right. how are you but like how are you gonna try it right unless you buy it so right. it's not like it's not like there's these demo kiosks just set up and to be fair it's a vr set like it's a wearable a lot of people would have a lot of um uh health concerns in terms of like multiple uh-huh. people coming in and out and trying these things so yeah i don't know it's pretty nice are there places to try this or no uh, there are VR rooms. I don't know if you could try the PlayStation VR, but you can. Tr- in general, yeah, there are definitely like VR activity places. I know a lot of people go there for like dates and stuff. So at least in Toronto, I know it's a popular thing to do. Now tell me, do you have that one where that game where you can uh, slash the the boxes to music? Beat Saber. 
Yeah, it's the one. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Why you? Why you not have that, bro? I don't know because it's you know, believe it or not, the music man has no affinity for rhythm-based yeah. games. <laughs> the music man himself yeah. is now showing off his true colors. <laughs> I'm here for the purity of the, of the of the audio. I don't need a video game to dilute it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Maybe I'll spend two grand, you know? Yeah, maybe you it. will. Maybe you will. Um, before we round out, did you want to check out a, the weekly recap for Teen IB in the past from our favorite, of where course. is the what, if the what is in the why? Yeah. Uh, before we do that, I yeah. do want to mention something else that I've been watching this week. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of those videos of the presidents playing games or talking about anime or anything like that. You've seen this? No. What? So it's basically the presidents like Obama, Joe Biden, uh, Trump, George W. Bush, but it's AI generated, but it speaks oh. in their voices. And they're talking about things like Dark Souls, League of Legends, and stuff like that. And so obviously somebody writes the script and then they just make them say it. But man, is it funny. And it's kind of scary how they how they can mimic the president's voices. Dang, no, I, I haven't seen these. No. We'd have to watch one later. It's insane. It's yeah. so crazy. But oh, if anybody out there knows what's... Like, for example, the one that my brother showed me was Fire Emblem. Engage. Engage. And it's like, oh, hey, this is one of the characters. Uh, it's just Joe Biden saying this. Like, oh, he let, this is one of the characters I like. Let Vander cook. And Trump's like, man, don't leave him out there. He's going to get crit. And it's, it's just... It's hearing them say these things. It's insane. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I, you kind of have to see it to believe it. But right, it's right. kind of scary now where AI has gotten to, you know? <laughs> it is nuts. It's it's so scary. It's so scary. Like, I don't get those videos on my feed, but I do get a lot of, um, on Instagram, all these girls, like really hot girls, but they're AI uh -huh. generated. They're not real people. Oh my God, Vince. That's been killing me too. That yeah. these are... You can't tell if they're real people. I know. And then you look at the commentary, look at her hand, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that hand is pretty fucked up. I guess she is fake. <laughs> but it for, for a moment. Yeah, for you a feel... moment, you're like, what? Yeah, it's uh, <sighs> it's something. Something. All right, so what, what what did he say? What's the what's the recap? All right, so uh, where is the what if the what is in the why has notes for episode five, which originally dropped on 20, January 24th, 2011. Vince opens up the show by saying in a very calm, yoga teacher-like voice, Welcome to the Three Nerds in a Basement podcast, a weekly podcast where two friends and one white guy come together to talk about our weekly discussions in movie, comics, and video games. Hell yeah. Vince announces he's created a Gmail address for listeners and to send in mail while Anthony and Blavin have recorded ads telling iTunes listeners to visit the Podbean page where Anthony would post written game reviews later on if memory serves me right. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I think I have the files, the your original ad files. Oh my god, I would love to see those. Yeah, maybe I'll intersplice them here. Uh, the crew talks about the 3DS. Anthony believes developers won't be making 3DS exclusive games, while Vince says they'll sell like hotcakes and already has one pre-ordered. So who was right? I think, um, oh, I guess the 3DS was announced. Oh, interesting. And Anthony believes developers won't be making 3DS exclusive games, while Vince says it'll sell like hotcakes and already... Well... It depends how you want to look at this because 3DS as a platform 
definitely was not compatible with the DS. And I think what Anthony was saying here was that he thought the 3D was just an add-on gimmick to the DS games, but if memory serves, the 3DS was a different system to DS. Like, they were not cross-compatible on their games. They were backwards-compatible, but, um, like, if you bought a 3DS game, it was a 3DS game. It wasn't... You couldn't play it on a DS. And I Is think, that what yeah, it was? I think so. Unless he's saying he doesn't believe developers would make 3DS exclusive games, but, like, I don't know what that means. As in, like, 3D, 3D only? Oh, interesting. Because there, I think there were instances of, like, one or two games that were... 3d like you had to use a 3d to play it uh-huh but i don't know if there was more than like one or two what game was that i can't remember man uh, that's that was that long ago when the 3ds was just coming out that's so wild dude it's been 13 years oh my god uh um, people even do people even still play the 3ds now and then he does no he does he plays that analog pocket that's true no 3d feature on that one though oh wait no, you, know, no. Always... you you can't use the 3ds on the pocket yeah, because you know I don't right. ever use the 3D feature. I always turn it off. I think most people turned it off. I used it. Really? I think me and TJ used it for Monster Hunter because it actually made things easier to see. Like the attacks? Uh, just in general because that game had so many like jagged edges and jaggies. So if you turned the 3D on, they would disappear, and you'd be able to make out a lot of the textures and stuff. Huh interesting uh anthony is currently playing persona 4 currently in kanji's bad bad bathhouse dungeon oh he, yeah yeah he gives the game a four free trade coffee places out of a five rating and also unfortunately he got the midnight channel and dark hour mixed up and was pra and was practically laughed out of the room for it reminder <laughs> that this is a hardcore gaming podcast <laughs> oh i guess he's uh, that's, uh, that sounds like us yeah that sounds like i guess he said yeah i guess he thought the dark hour was in persona 4 okay cool makes sense blaven talks about the evangelion 2.0 rebuild movie he enjoyed it quite a bit and says it sucks they only release a new one every two years little did he know oh god it's even longer <laughs> yeah anthony says the original show was so dumb he quit watching it halfway through wow wow <laughs> Wow. You know, Anthony loves those movies now. Which one? The rebuild movies. What? The rebuild movies? Especially the last, like he, he saw the last one, I think like two or three times in theater. Oh, he saw it with me. You, you saw it the second time again, right? Like yes, when he came back. Right. Yeah. 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 He really likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so dumb. He said back then. Everyone praises the movie Easy A starring Emma Stone. No way. Yo, that's a sick movie. No did that come of... out at that time? It did. Did. did we go see it in theaters or something or no? I think we just, no, I don't think so. just watched it. Uh, okay. No ratings as it was more of a spoiler-free recommendation than an actual review. Blavin once again urges the listeners to watch Step Up 3 as well. I don't think he got a shirt for promoting that one, but he definitely should have. <laughs> uh, but Step Up 3 is the best Step Up, I'm not going to lie. Okay. The Green Hornet is reviewed in the media club. Vin says it's everything Pineapple Express wanted to be. Uh -huh. and the ratings were Anthony gave it three jocks. Blavin and Vince gave it two jocks. TJ wasn't as hot on it, however, and gave it a lukewarm five out of ten jocks. <laughs> All right. This yeah, week's yeah. topic, special topic, is achievements. In short, everyone enjoys them on some level, but they can be far too grindy. The highlight of the discussion being Vince spitting out this blast from the past. 
I have the unlimited game pass at Blockbusters. Oh my god. I did have that for a while. Yeah, that was sick. I think this is the moment where like I played video games the most. And, and you could just relax. you could just like you could just go in and out of Blockbuster like a library. Like did you finish the games and then come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause um 2011 i must have been on i think i was still like hardcore 360. yeah that's true i guess yeah you know i miss blockbuster what about blockbuster do you miss just the act of going there and picking out stuff i i, I think it's sort of i miss that sort of nostalgia i mean nostalgic for it let's be real here yeah like i don't get me wrong i like the i like going somewhere and like being physically presented with all the options right but yeah in terms of convenience and price? Uh-huh. Nah, man. One rental is like a Netflix monthly subscription. I know, I know, I know. But that was before the advent of Netflix and stuff. I you know? know, I know. But yeah. I don't know. Just going there on a weekend, you know, them saying, hey, you know, the parents or whatever saying that we're going to we're gonna rent something. And yeah. you get excited, you know? Yeah, no, it was very exciting. And I... then you look for the hottest movies and whatever, whatnot. Yeah, then you see on the shelf, they're all checked out. And then you're yeah, like, well, now what are we going to do? Yeah, that's also true. That's I think true. I do like like I remember in high school going there with friends and like just trying to find something, I guess, obscure and dumb for everyone to watch. Mm -hmm. Like that was fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, Blockbuster. I guess you're right, because oh, it, it definitely made movie night an event. Like now we take for granted. You just sit on the couch. Yeah. And it's like, what's on Netflix? Right. And then you can't find anything to watch. Yeah. And then you just sit there and you're like, well, I didn't do anything. But yeah, I guess with Blockbuster, you, it it gave you a reason to think about what you're going to watch that night. And then uh -huh. I remember like going as far as have like themed snacks and stuff and like whatever. Themed snacks? What the hell? Well, not themed snacks, but like, you know, like the group would decide like, are we getting popcorn, uh, chips? Are we going to get some nachos? Maybe we should just order McDonald's, you know, like make it a whole, like it, it really was an event, like just to watch a damn movie, right? At, at your home. Oh man, yeah. I remember my friends rented The Dark Knight on DVD, Ooh. and I remember going there and watching it and being so upset <laughs> because who rents The Dark Knight for a movie night? That shit is so melodramatic. It's not really a fun movie you can laugh at with the friends, you know. Yeah, but, you yeah. Know, back then, all the boys thought it was the best thing in the God's green earth. You know. Yeah, I know. I know. Holy. I remember one of the best, like the best movies always on, back in high school was um, what? American Pie. Oh, hell yeah. That movie's like, so sick. Those movies were so, so dumb. But yeah. But man, it made, it made us laugh a lot. It did. Know? I remember the girls asking like, do you guys really put your dicks in pies? And um, uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All the time. I just always remember that Nadia scene, man. That's, that makes, that made me afraid of the internet right there. Uh, oh yes. Yes. What else is good? Harold and Kumar? Oh my god, that's one of the movies I watched way too often. God, the battleships or oh, whatever. Battleships? <laughs> yeah, jeez. Oh. I remember oh I was god. I was like I, I there were moments I just had to walk out. I was like, nah guys, I can't watch this one. Nope. Mm -mm. Who did you watch it with? Like your cousins or no, oh, no, no like, had, just popular friends. friends. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, 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 just friends. That's just right. like that's right. So like it's a diverse group of people and right. But yeah. Oh god, that's battle, too funny. Battleships, man. Battleships, man. Ugh. You ever get a disc where it's too scratch, you can't even play it? Absolutely. Oh, or like man, it gets to a certain scene and then it just stops. Oh yeah. baby. Yeah, that was the worst. Yeah. The classic. 
Yeah. Oh, and there used to be local stores too, huh? Oh yeah, like privately owned rental shops. Exactly. Oh, I love that. And I, yeah, that was the best. That was the best. It was a good times. It was a good times. It was different. For it was me, good. For for me, it was the Metal Gear where I needed the codec oh, code, but it was yeah. in the back of the box. And then that's like, like Meryl's supposed to later, give it to you, right? Exactly. Yeah. But but it, no, it's on the back of the box. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there is no box, right? But yeah. I remember seeing it later, years down the line, and I saw the Blockbuster box have it written on the inside. Like it, it, they finally oh, realized. Really? That they, oh, they wrote it inside. Yeah, because you you can't do it without it. Yeah, okay. Well, at least they were considered eventually, but still, that's. And you know what helped? You know what helped me out the most? What game facts? Oh, game facts! Oh, I love game facts. Without game facts, man, honestly. Ah, oh, game facts. That used to be my stomping grounds. I used, oh, to, I used to always go there. Did you used to write anything? I was on the boards. Oh my god, bruh. The boards. The boards. The is this still up? It is, it is, it is. Oh I don't even god, know why. Still... I still have it as one of a, a bookmark on my browser, but Oh my yeah. god, it's still up. Final yeah. Fantasy Eight. <laughs> oh my god, it's still there. Holy guacamole. I remember um what was it? Like the whole I think everybody left when GameSpot bought them. Oh, is that what's happening? That was years ago, yeah. GameSpot owns game facts now. Oh my god, guide and walkthrough, final edit. <laughs> Do you remember downloading those uh text files? Like for Absolutely. the walkthrough guys? Oh Absolutely. My oh my god, why wouldn't I? Yeah, that was the best. Oh my god, good times. Yeah. I wish I would have written one back in the day. Yeah, part of me wishes I I would have done that too, but also, I don't know if I liked any game that enough to do it. Yeah, me neither, I guess. Yeah, like to do like a complete, yeah, written thing. Oh, God. Anyways. Uh, yeah. That, that's a nice trip down memory lane. Yeah, uh, thank I might you go home. Yeah, I might uh, go watch uh, Step Up 3 right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Google. It's still the greatest Step Up movie. Don't at me. I'm gonna at you, asshole. Yeah, you're gonna for sure. For sure. <laughs> cool. I want to well, know how how many weeks I talk about step I th- up three. I think it's a long time. I don't <laughs> think you drop it for like half a year. <laughs> I agree. Like I think maybe you stop saying it weekly, but you definitely bring it back. But dude, yeah. listen, I my friends were hungover in Australia. It came out in Australia, and I told them, hey. Can we go see it? They're like, Blame, were you hung over this? And it was in 3D. And my friend, some of my friends had to walk out because they were so they got headaches from it because of the 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 bunch of movement and also the fact that it was 3D. Wow. Because they're all hung over. 3D. I know. That's that's what it was. Step up 3D. Oh my god, yes, yes, you're right. Oh <laughs> come on, bruh. Oh come on. Bro. How did I not? Oh yes, you're right. What the fuck? Come 3D. on, bro. Do movies still come out in 3D? No, I don't think so. I think they stopped that trend. I think they stopped the trend because everybody didn't like it. Okay. Well, that's kind of what happens, you know? That's kind of sad, but all right. Remember when it used to be the thing? I remember when you could buy 3D TVs. I Like, when I went to the theater recently, there is the movies are still in 3D, but I don't think it's that big of a push. Yeah, I think they... Uh, I think... As they used to be. Yeah. I think now it's just, what is it? The IMAX, and then you're good to go. Yeah, that's right. The IMAX. That's right. Yeah, fair enough. All right. All right, everybody. Yeah, that's us. Yeah. We'll see you again next week, and we look forward to your questions and also your recaps of our lives back when we were in our, what, 
early 20s 2011 so we were you and i were 23 oh my god that was the early 20s well no january so no we were 22 god you had, damn. i think you had just turned 22 yeah that means anthony must have been 19 20 holy shit i know that's, that's wild oh my that's god that's whack dude yeah wow Bring, we're bringing up all the feel, the feels man I know, jeez. I need to get back to that Blavin. I need to get back to step up three Blavin, you know? Uh, I would love to see it. I would love to see it. <laughs> uh, all right. All right, everybody. See ya. See ya.